Live, weekly webcast for all things Dice Dragons, Demons, and a Dwarf in the Warhammer Worlds. I'm your host, Patrick, and tonight we are going to be talking about the General's Handbook 2022 Season 1. And uh, yeah, you know, we got uh, we, we got an early show this week, but we wanted to get out ahead of this because we felt that it was a, uh, a couple of things that we noticed. Uh, Steve and the voice in my head there, Steve, uh, noticed while we were kind of pontificating and going through the... Uh, uh, the General's Handbook 2022, and I really haven't heard a lot of the, the content creators out there uh, kind of addressing some of the things that we found, so we thought we would get out ahead of it and share it with you awesome grimdark goons out there for sure. So uh, stay tuned for that. We got that coming up. But before we get into all that, thanks for joining us here tonight on Grimdark Live, and if you like our show, please don't forget to give our channel a like or subscribe if you haven't already done so. Um, and also let your friends know about us. Pass your show along to other folks that may be interested in this type of content. Help us grow, please. We really appreciate uh, your awesome help. Um, and tonight, we're not really going to be talking about lists much. I mean, we might, we might be doing some comparisons. I mean, typically you guys uh, uh, get on our show and you notice that um, we uh, we talk a lot about uh, lists and we talk a lot about uh, uh, different uh, different information like that. Uh, but currently, uh, we're going to be just really talking about the General's Handbook uh, as it stands right now. Uh, so here we go. All right, you dice, chuck, and glue, sniffing gamer goons, here we go tonight. We are going to be talking about, as I've said a million times already on the show, the General's Handbook 2022, here at the dawn of the new AOS 3.0. And yeah, this is. This is a special early show for all of you this week, but I want to to rephrase what I said in the beginning. There are some topics circulating in the community and on the boards and even uh, within my own Grimdark Goon gaming group uh, that we thought we should share with you all. And uh, we thought it was important enough to have an earlier-than-normal show. So again, I got all that out of the way. Uh, but tonight, joining me on this very topic is the voice in my head, Steve, back with us. Steve, what do you hear? What do you say, bud? <laughs> I used to enjoy my e-beats before you came along. You know what? I kind of had that on mute. No, I'm kidding. All right, I, I, I'm, I'm just messing with Steve, folks. No, we... Uh, uh, you know what? I, 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 think, I think your evenings have gotten a hell of a lot more interesting, to say the least. You know, you know well, maybe that, not... That's goes without saying enjoyable is more of just a you know you know just that, that's more of an opinion well, let's not go too far oh hey wait a minute all right so um so here it is steve Let, let's let's kind of dive into this because i want to get this set up because yeah, we got a lot to dive into we do we do we do so pre-orders for the general's handbook 2022 happened last saturday and yep. and, and here this coming saturday we're going to have this coveted book in our sweaty palms now steve this General's Handbook 2022, Season 1, will only have a lifespan of six months. This much we know, correct? Yes. Six months. Right. Now, the leaks have been pretty rampant 
on the web. You know, I mean, folks like Honest Wargamer and AOS Coach and Face Hammer have really already gangbanged these leaks uh, and, and, and reviewed. Yeah, the books have already been exposed. Yeah, they, they've really reviewed to a level of fervor nauseaism that I truly can respect. Honestly, I really can. And we know in, in this General's Handbook, Steve, what we're going to be getting is we're going to be getting 12 new battle plans, obviously. We're going to be getting, uh, I think it's eight fresh battle tactics. I think we're getting six of these. And I think I think the realm that we're in now is Gallet or... Is that right? I don't. I don't. Is, is yeah, it's uh, G A L L E T. Yeah, the people of the region obviously would be called Galicians, I guess. But yeah, it's just another area of Gurk, another province of Gurk. Right, 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 right. So we're getting we're getting six of the Gallic, uh, um, you know, focus grand strategies. Uh, I think what else we're getting. Um, we're getting a, a new spell for for wizards uh, fighting yeah, in, in and, and we're going to talk about that. And and, and obviously, mm-hmm. some of the points have already leaked. I would I probably think all the points have leaked. All the points haven't they? have leaked. Yeah. Okay, all, all the right. points have leaked. Got it. So we're we're kind of already in that um, in that cycle, right? And I think a lot of people already kind of have an idea. And that's what this this conversation here tonight is, Steve, to kind of peel peel back some of the ideas that people think they have out there. Because I think we, I think you, really, that's why we're doing this because. Um, you kind of, you kind of crack the code. You kind of, you kind of peel the onion layer back on, on some confusion here. But before we get to that, um, I do want to say that, that we're not, we're not disparaging anyone who maybe have missed this in their reviews, the other content creators. That's not what we're saying at all. What we're doing is we're simply saying that we noticed something that we haven't heard many yeah, other people talk about. Yeah. Yeah. So again, the topic that we're going to be discussing tonight um, really have not been touched on by, by, by others. And I think it'll change a lot of the thought processes, a lot of the focuses, the perception of a lot of gamers out there. Uh, and it starts with the first leak, Steve. And that first leak was the new battalion, right? Yeah. So yeah, Steve, we have the new, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. You, we have the new what? No, no, I just, yeah, we have the new expert, uh, conquerors, which is the, Basically, the battalion that you have to be a, a Galician veteran, right? And you, there are only three max units that you can have in the battalion, and you basically are worth times three. That's right. That's so right. So if you are a ten man unit, you're now worth thirty in terms of controlling an objective. That's correct. That's correct. So so we got all that. We got all that. So, um, but I, I got to keep warming it up, Steve. You're, you're charging ahead of me, man. I got to I got to keep warming this up. So here's the thing. I, I mean, and, and already, folks, you can kind of tell this guy, this guy's behind it. He knows what he's doing. Because honestly, Steve, I'd like for you to thoroughly give us your thoughts on this because your points are solid. Uh, but, but let me set this up, okay? Sure. So in a way, a lot of us were initially duped. And I just want to say that. Where a lot of us were duped by the advertising from Games Workshop uh, in their implication, let's just say that the new general's handbook would be focused on infantry. That was their that that was their line. They they actually got out there and said the new general's handbook will be focused on infantry, and that in itself was the heart of this new battalion, uh, and it's and it's marketing piece. And I think the first suspect is the wording in the title phrase, the Galician veterans, which Steve, you know, we we kind of talked about this a little bit before the show, but why don't you tell us? Exactly. Repeat it again for all of us, especially, you know, these lowbrow jamokes like myself. You know, what what exactly is a Galician veteran? So a Galician veteran is any unit, any unit in your army 
that is four wounds or less and is not cavalry. Okay. Right. Those are the units that make up your battle line. Okay. Those are your Galician veterans. So the problem we have here is that some people may have overlooked, some people may not have, that if you are cavalry, you cannot be part of the Galician veterans. So when you think about this, almost every single army in this game is going to be made up of Galician veterans. And you may be saying, okay, well, great. You know, that's, that's nothing new. We already knew that. That's true. But I think to know about where your army needs to go, you need to look at the second battalion that was featured. Because the second battalion tells you more about where this game is going than the first one does. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And, and I think, I think before we really get into uh, the minutia of that, I think we've got to peel it back just a little, a little bit more so people understand what you're saying. And, and you're right. So we know that right now Galician veterans is a keyword, and it doesn't matter if you are part of the expert conquerors battalion or not, regardless of that nope, fact, you are indeed a Galician veteran. If you have four wounds or less and you are not mounted. So you don't yep. have to be, in this core battalion, this expert conquerors, you do not. right? You do not need to be in the core battalion. That's, um, I think. I mean, I, I think most people understand that. That you know, okay, it's, I can put some of my battle line troops in there, and they'll be my Galician veteran battalion. That'll be worth three each, right? But one of the things that we were hoping and we were discussing is that you need to be very judicious in what you make your Galician veterans. So for instance, if you are Skaven, you are not going to make your storm vermin, your Galician veterans, your, 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 or I should say, they are not going to be your times three battalion. Okay. They're not going to be the expert conquerors. Right. Right. You're going to save, you're going to save your storm vermin for the second battalion, the headhunters. Say the first battalion, you're going, going to be your clan rats. And you're going to find that as we go throughout the night and we discuss things here, the Galician veterans and what they can do should be the least of your concerns in the design of your of your new armies. Correct. Because Correct. you're going to find out as we discuss throughout the night here that the Galician veterans are not going to be what's going to win you games. Right. And, and, let, and let's take a step back. You, and you know what, folks? Remember what that phrase was. They're not going to be the thing that wins you games, Galician veterans. But, but Steve, I want to kind of take this a little bit of a, a, little bit of a, 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 a step back a little bit because I, there's, a lot of people right there, there's, a lot, there's a lot of people out there that still haven't quite come to understand the whole concept of what, what, what this new General's Handbook is offering. So again, I think one of the first things that was presented in that thought process, Steve, where people thought Galician veterans might be the end-all, be-all, that this is going to be an infantry-based thing, and they're going to be worth three on an objective and all that kind of stuff, is that one of the, one of the I call it the push positives of this marketing campaign, and I, and I keep saying marketing campaign, but one of these things that promoted the Galician veterans, or maybe that led to people having a misunderstanding, was that the Galician veterans, they fight in two ranks. And that was a huge deal to people. I mean, when it first came out, people said, what the hell's a rank? This is a, this is a skirmish game. I even said it in last week's show. We thought it was a rumor. 
And yeah, so it basically just means that things like Stormcast Canal can fight back to back. So right. let's say you have a unit of 15 vanquishers and you have, uh, let's say, seven guys up front or eight guys up front. Right. The seven guys that are behind them don't need to worry about piling in now. Right. right. Because all they have to do is be within a half inch of the model in front of them that's in the combat with with the enemy and they can now all attack. Right. So, for instance, that 15-man unit of of vanquishers, and let's say they're hitting, uh, let's say they have the bonus, let's say they're fighting a big, chunky unit of, like, 60 models. Well, now they're getting four attacks each. So four times 15, do the math. Sure. We're talking a, a ridiculous amount of attacks now for your basic infantry troops, and it's not just relegated to things that are one or two wounds right we're now talking ogre gluttons we're now talking fellwater tragas we're now talking you know anything that has a range of one and previously couldn't fight through so yep. that is huge that's going to be important it's going to be very significant in combats but i think that people are overlooking the other half of the coin which is what we're building to. So Correct. just generally, all of your Galician veterans now have the ability to fight through, which means if they are a half inch away from the model in front of them, they can now fight through. So just like I illustrated with the Vanquishers for Stormcast, all of your models are now fighting through. Right. Range has kind of been push to the side if you will yeah yeah all these one inch and all these one inch range models now have an opportunity yeah, to all fight these two one range. inch range models now that are on a 32 or are on a 40 they're not concerned anymore about having to pile in right so i used to always i used to always brag about my rock gut tragus and say well i don't need to worry about you know piling in because they always can fight through with a range of two right well now you don't have to worry about that whomever you are True. Yeah. And, and this is the thing I think was also added kind of a lot of uh, uh, enthusiasm, I will say, uh, when when the whole sure idea of the Galician veterans came up because people are like, oh, my gosh, now I got my ogre gluttons. You know, I, I did it. I And Steve, I fell into the same thing. I was posting and talking about Meat Fist that is finally back. And, you know, wow, it's going to be great again or never was great. I should say it's going to be great. And because ogre gluttons only have a one inch reach. And I think I I fell into that. And then we started reading a little bit more into what this really what this really was. But there's but there's some other things that the Galician veterans I think showed us that also offered up enthusiasm. And this is this uh, this overwhelming assault rule um, where they get you know if they have ten or more models, you, I, you can pick an enemy within one inch. Now you're already going to be base to base combat with them, getting two rows of attacks. Um, and if that unit has wounds characteristic of four or less. You basically roll a dice. If the roll is greater than the number of models in that enemy unit, the strike last effect applies to that enemy unit in the following combat phase. So, so far, man, we're cooking with gas. Everything to a gamer, this sounds fantastic, right? Yeah, it sounds great on paper. Yeah, well, we're getting to we're getting to the cheese ball of this thing uh, here coming up, folks, because I, I think there are some things that, and like I said, we we're not. Um, we're not disparaging anybody that maybe didn't pick this up, but 
here's where it got really good. What was it when the when when the rumor broke about this or the leak broke around like Wednesday of this? Well, here's past what week? happened when the rumor first broke. The first thing we saw were the basic rules for Galatian veterans. Right. So everybody was like, "Wow, this is really good." You know, are we? You know, we're, you know, hurrah! We're finally entering into the, you know, the um, the infantry meta. Right. And it was not. I don't want to say. I don't want to use the word deceptive. Okay. Right. But there are other aspects that were overlooked unintentionally because they had not shown the second battalion. Right. That is being offered. Right. And so because of that, people were thinking, well, I'm just going to go out and buy hordes and hordes and hordes of troops. Right. And 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 if I play my if I play my 60 Moon Clan Grats, uh, that'll be worth 180 if I'm a Galish, if I'm a expert conqueror. Right. Because I'm going to be worth times three. Right. Yep. So yeah. a lot of people were thinking, wow. Here we go. We're leaping headfirst into this into this new horde meta. Well, like everything else, read the fine print. Yeah, well, because again, and people stopped at the and everybody did. I did too. And people stopped. We all did. Yeah. Everyone did. Yeah. And, and everybody stopped in their tracks at the Galician veterans counting as three models. Yep. Everybody stopped on that thing. Because like you said, everybody thought, oh my gosh, trash troops are back. This is the the, the game of the infantry again. And it really wasn't until you have to almost read the rule and how it's done a couple of times before you finally go, now, wait a minute, there's something goofy. But, but again, what pulls you back in, and this is where, this is where I got confused when I wasn't really sure of myself is when we started talking about the, um, uh, the proving grounds, you know, when, when we saw those leaks come about where all of a sudden you can take your Galician veterans unit that is worth three and you can put them out on an objective. And, and at the start of the battle round, after the players have determined who's going to take first turn, that unit can claim that objective to be a proving ground. And only yes. models in the units with the Galician veterans keyword can contest an objective marked as the proving ground. No little clarity here. You don't necessarily, you don't, because again, here, well, I almost gave up the goods. And this is the point, this is the part where I finally figured out what GW was really doing was when I was reading through the proving grounds. Now let's get into, let's get into that. Talk a little bit about the proving grounds and then tell us all exactly what a Galician veteran really is. Okay. So the proving ground is basically, if you know that your opponent is about to claim a crucial objective at a crucial point in the game, you can say, I am going to claim that that is a proving ground. So if you are not a Galician veteran, you cannot contest it. So, for instance, let's say there's a unit of 10 Blood Knights. Right. And they're coming up. They're not Galician veterans because they're cavalry. So they come up and they're ready to take an objective. But you've got a unit, let's say, of 30 Greatswords. And the greatsword player says, I'm going to claim proving ground on that objective for this turn. Right. Which means they get to do that one time on one objective once per game. So in other words, they can't pick the same objective again. It's a once per game pick. Yep. Now, they can pick other objectives for proving ground, but not the same one. So here's the problem. I come in with my blood knights. Oops. I'm now on an objective that is 
no longer able for me to achieve, I can no longer claim it right? because of the proving ground rule. So this is a crucial, crucial ability that Galician veterans are going to be using oh, yeah. in all of their battles. Now, there was a discussion that came up, and this is not, of course, related to every army, but Sons of Behemoth have a unique rule. Right. Because all of this talk we've heard is that monsters are done, monsters are finished, monsters are over. The hell they are. Giants come in and you say, I'm making that a proving ground. Giant player says, no, you're not. Because I have a rule called mightier makes rightier. And mightier makes rightier means that I can change the victory conditions of any objective on the table. Now, do I think this is going to be FAQ'd? Probably. Okay. But right now, it's as, as written. As of right now, you cannot use proving ground against a giant that is contesting an objective. So, for instance, I'm not talking about a giant who's 12 inches away and not near the objective. I'm talking about a, a giant that is within six inches of an objective. In other words, he's contesting it. And you're about to go into battle with him with your, let's say, 30 greatswords. Your greatswords are Galician veterans. Mm -hmm. So your greatswords are worth, uh, or they're part of the battalion that is times three. Right. So those 30 greatswords are now worth 90. Correct. Okay, well, here's the problem. If that giant's a gatebreaker, he can come up and wipe out that entire unit. The giant's still worth 20, no matter what. So if that giant knocks down your unit to five guys, you're no longer controlling that objective. Number one, because the giant is within range now and he pulled the mightier makes rightier on you. And number two, because he decimated your unit. Right. So there are going to be ways around proving ground. And the best way is going to be if you are a headhunter. Now, I know people are scratching their heads going, well, what do you mean? Yep. Now, well, let me now let me, we move in. Yeah. Let me let me now we move into the second battalion. Yeah. But 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 first peel back. And and so I need you to answer this before we get into the bounty hunters. I'm going to introduce you to the bounty hunters here, folks. But I want sure. I want Steve, I need you to answer this one thing real quick. So sure. yes or no. Are you still a Galician veteran if you are in the the conquerors battalion or not? You are a Galician veteran without without choice. Okay. It clearly states that any model, any model that is four wounds or less and is not cavalry is automatically a Galician veteran. You don't get to decide whether or not you are a Galician veteran. You are a Galician veteran. Correct. Now, why is that important? Because we're about to talk about the second battalion. Yep, hold on one which sec. Which is going to make a... Which, go ahead, go ahead. Say what you're going to say. Go, oh, go ahead. which is going to make a big difference in your battles. Yes. Now, folks, I, I let, let's stick a pin in what we know about the Galician veterans. One, if you are infantry on foot and you are four wounds or less, you are four a Galician veteran. You are a Galician veteran, whether you like it or not. The only Correct. way you are worth three on an objective is if you are in the Conqueror's Battalion. End of story. Bang. Correct. Done. That's that's everything. Done. There, that's everything. there, there is another 
version of this called Bounty Hunters. But we're going to stick a pin in that real quick. We're going to play a little Grimdark commercial and be right back. So stick around because we got a lot more to talk about on this uh, on this topic here. So we'll be right back. Hey, gang. I want to thank you for being with us today on Grimdark Live. Thanks for being with us on tonight's show. But before we get into our main topic here on the show, I want to ask you to head over to GrimdarkLive.com to enter the Nerd Bunker and become a supporter of the show on Patreon. There are six different levels to fit the support you may be interested in and all provide special benefits and services to our members. So please head over to GrimdarkLive.com and become a patron of the show. And while you're on GrimdarkLive.com, check out our podcast or blog sections, attend an upcoming event, or... Should you know that GrimdarkLive.com has some great products in our shop, t-shirts, hoodies, caps, dice, and a ton more, so get your swag on with Grimdark Live merch. Also, from GrimdarkLive.com, you can find us on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, and other social media platforms. We're constantly updating the website, so check it out for new stuff on the site. But with all that said, we just want to thank you for being part of this show and being here with us tonight, here on Grimdark Live. Now, let's get to the main topic of the show. All right, we are back. Thanks for hanging with us, folks. We are going to continue this conversation on uh, on the Galician veterans and the beginnings of what we know about the General's Handbook 2022 Season One. And again, we are going to be um, we're going to be experiencing this General's Handbook for the next six months. And uh, this is going to be the new way to play. And it looks like we're going to be getting new handbooks every six months. I think that's the way 40K does it. And we are going to be, uh, we're going to be seeing that as kind of a, a new way to play the game here with uh, the GHB 22 and what is now uh, this version of AOS 3.0. But to kind of bring some of you folks around who are just joining us, looks like a couple of people just, chop, just jumped onto the uh, show here. Uh, we were talking about uh, the introduction of the General's Handbook, quite possibly some things that maybe were overlooked or misunderstood in uh, the General's Handbook by by the community. And in kind of looking at some of the conversation, even in our own club, much less the uh, the boards and, and the, the interwebs and all that good stuff, we decided that we were going to jump on something that uh, that Steve here actually noticed as well, uh, that, that, that folks were kind of missing when it came to the uh, Galician veterans. So where we're at right now, folks, and I'm going to shore this up before we get to the, the real part of why all this matters, is Galician veterans are uh, single models, on foot, four wounds or less, whether or not you're in the battalion uh the conqueror battalion uh the only thing that that battalion gets you is the uh the three wounds uh on on, for contesting an objective three wounds three wounds per model so like if you're a a unit of 60 grats uh, moon clan grats uh, you're going to be worth 180 so we talked about some other things uh that you guys can go back and listen to in the show but for now let's let's kind of get going and and uh, on the on the second part of this uh this point here steve so we have the Galician veterans. They're in this great battalion. They're contesting and they're they're contesting an objective. Uh, they're 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 worth uh, three apiece. Uh, we've uh, they're they're on. They've claimed something to be the proving ground. Now we have bounty hunters that show up. So Steve, kind of talk to us a little bit about um, talk to us a little bit about that. Okay, so bounty hunters changes everything, and the reason it changes everything is. In my opinion, this is the dawn of the Calvary Meta. Okay. Now, I know people are saying, what the hell are you talking about? You know, this is infantry. This is all infantry-based. Well, maybe on one side of the coin. So, the rule for bounty hunters is you can have up to three troop choices that can be 
bounty hunters. And what this does is this gives these units that are not Galician veterans plus one to damage when they attack you. So what does that tell you about where the meta is going? Eels, Fulminators, Blood Knights, Mourning, all of these cavalry units that are heavy hitting cavalry, eels being the most egregious. Right. Eels are now if there's if if someone sticks them in the bounty hunter battalion, which you know they will. Oh yeah. Imagine what six or excuse me, what three units of six eels are going to do to your army when they all strike first on all of your Galician veteran units, and they're all now damage three for both the rider and the beastie, because it clearly states in the rule, melee weapons. Yep. Melee weapons. So let, let that sink in. So that means the whole model. So now we're talking fulminators that are charging in on a four, four damage. Now we're talking the beasties, the dracoffs, that are going to be doing three damage because they have been put or placed in this battalion. Yeah. Now, why does this why does this suck for the other player? Because eighty percent of the armies that are out there are made up of Galician veterans. So while you may be worth a hundred and eighty points, when you get charged with a fulminator unit four strong, or you get charged by an eel unit, Born they thing. are going to vaporize you in one round of combat. Yeah. You may hold that objective for one more turn, but they're still doing damage too. So even if they're models like the eels that where their damage drops back to one in subsequent turns, the problem is they're still going to be damaged too because they are part of the bounty hunter battalion. So all of these cavalry armies. Now, why is that so important? Cavalry. I keep mentioning cavalry. Right. Because when they strike you back, if their bounty hunters strike you back, they will not get the damage bonus because you are not Galician veterans. Mm -hmm. So an eel player, especially eels and fulminators and blood knights, those players don't have to worry about the bounty hunters in the other army. But that army, your opponent, has to worry about yours. Because you made your bounty hunters cavalry. Yeah. So, so folks, if you kind of hear what what we're talking about and what Steve just said, the the emphasis is really pitched towards heavy cavalry units. We're talking about gore grunters. We're talking about eels. We're talking about fulminators, or really Drakoth riders in general. And we're talking about Mornfang. If you think about what these these units that are going to be the bounty hunters uh, of these of these battalions. These are the ones that are going to be doing the damage to your to the so-called Galician veterans that are standing and on an you objective. You will not be doing the damage back to them. That be- because you're so trash important. troops. Yeah, exactly. Because predominantly, well, no, it's because you're not a Galician veteran because you're cavalry. Exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah, and and again, you're not a Galician veteran because you're cavalry, right? But the other part is, let's just face it: if you're if you're a bunch of Moon Clan grots, you're not really doing much to you know say uh, uh, you know uh, fulminators that come in on the charge. And I think this is this was the part here when I was reading through the proving ground rule. Uh, well, I think when it dropped as a rumor on 
uh, I don't know when it was, uh, Friday or so. It was rambling around in my head. And then all of a sudden, Sunday morning, I was like, wait a minute. That's, that, it, this isn't really about infantry at all. I mean, it, I guess it is in a way, and we'll get to the balance of it here in a little while. But, you know, for me, what I noticed about what they were saying was, you're going to put all these trash troops because that's what you know, that's what people are thinking. It's going to be the, the you know the year of the. That's the what they you know, were thinking. Yeah, well, they they were, and they were going to put these you know the, these these zombies right soul blight grave lords because let's think about it. When you talk about trash troops, when you talk about units that can that can have sixty, it's going to, you're talking about you know uh, soul blight grave lords. You're talking about uh, who else? You're, you're talking about uh, gloom spite Skaven, gets Skaven, soul blight grave lord. Yeah. Right. Let's right. think about that. You know. For those people that are thinking, you know, oh, well, you know, the Galician veterans, you know, if I put them in that battalion, they're going to be worth 180. Okay, so how many armies have access to, to units that have 20 models in them? Skaven right. is one. Zombies is another. Uh, Soul Blake, uh, or excuse me, um, what was the other one? I just had it on the tip of my nose. Oh, Skaven, uh, Soul Blake, Grave Lords, Moonclan Grotz, right. Moonclan Grotz. So... Those are just, what, three armies? Yeah. Three yeah. armies out of how many armies are in the game? What do we have, 27 armies in this game? Something like that, yeah. Something like that. So we have three armies that are going to be able to take advantage of that. Right. Where, now, what are you going to do if you're the, what are you going to do if you're the Stormcast player and you're playing infantry? Now you decide, well, I'm going to try to, I'm going to, since Stormcast are a relatively low model count army, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put maybe my three units of vanquishers as my as my Galician veterans that are in the uh, expert conquerors. Right. So now my Stormcast will be worth 30 if I have a unit of 10, right? True. Yeah. Great. So you get charged by an elite unit now, cavalry unit, that has speed advantage on you, that now has a damage advantage on you. By the time they get done hitting you, especially something like eels or fulminators, you won't be alive to right. contest an objective. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't hold something if you're dead. You cannot hold the objective if you're dead. Right. You know, which is something that people used to say to me all the time when I was, you know, uh, when I was playing my sons of beam, and they're like, "Oh, well, I'll, you know, I'll put thirty guys on there." Well, <laughs> if the giant comes in and he does twenty-four damage or something, you're not. There's not going to be anything left of your unit to hold that objective. Right. Right. So and, and, this is what. This is what it all boils down to. People are going to make the mistake of buying these horde armies. They're going to put what they believe to be their three best units into these Galician veteran, uh, into that Galician veteran expert conquerors battalion. And then they're going to get slammed by one of these elite cavalry units that are going to be at a plus one damage with, a ridiculous amount of attacks, right. like the eels, like the fulminators. The fulminators are going to be doing damage four. So yeah. if you thought fulminators were bad before, eighty percent of the armies out there are made up entirely of of what of infantry models that are four wounds or less. So now every you just made cavalry stronger. Oh yeah, oh, now by far. all of those armies that had that were doing like three damage when they charge in. Now they're doing four because almost every single opponent they're going to be slamming into is going to be a Galician veteran. Right. Right. And, and think about this, Steve, think about this here real quick. So w when I first, when I was first kind of digesting the differences between the Galician veterans and the bounty hunters, I thought, okay, you know, I can take what, you know, two to three troops. I can take those units 
And uh, they don't, you know, obviously for my bounty hunters, they don't need to be Galician veterans. I got that. Um, and as I'm reading through it, I go, okay, the troops inside, they're, they're going to they're gonna gain plus one damage in melee against Galician veteran units. All right, cool. I get that. And, and, and to me at first, I thought, okay, well, it's acting as a pretty interesting counterbalance to all the things that are pushing list building towards infantry spam, which I think that's yes. still going on until people listen to what we're talking about. But it creates such an unholy terror as damage three Gorgruntas with the War Chanter buff or damage three Storm Drake Guard. I mean, if you think yep. about it, such units like these trash shoots won't be holding objectives anytime soon. But I, I think they make for incredible hammer units. Don't get me wrong, these bounty hunters. But I think that's going to establish the meta. I don't think that's the message. I don't think I don't think these bounty hunter cavalry units are going to be the hammer. I think they're literally going to rewrite the entire meta. And I think one of the things I'm going to pair what you said, Steve, and I think this was back on Sunday when we were talking about it. You said, this meta shift makes no sense to me. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing here. But you said, if creating these 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 these, these Galician veterans to focus on infantry dominance, but meaning Games Workshop did this, but then they counter it by creating headhunters who completely negate the bonus. Yes. You know, I mean, that was, those are pretty... Those I understand pre- what they intended. They were intending to balance the game so that... Uh, you couldn't, if you were an army made up or comprised of mostly infantry, it could come back to bite you. And it's going to bite you because here's how people are going to set up their armies. Mm-hmm. People are going to make Galician veterans. They're just normal troops, just regular, like average trash troops. Sure. But all of their elite units are going to be headhunters. Oh, of course. Now, if you have an entire army made up of elite headhunters, like your fulminators or something, you only need maybe one or two units of liberators to hold on to an objective sure. because the headhunters are going out and they're going to be just murdering every single Galician veteran unit on the table. Eels, fulminators, blood knights, they're all going to be holy terrors. And you got to think even Mornfang, who I think out of that whole batch oh, you just talked about, Mornfang are, are probably going to be the weakest because they only and have the negative pigs. one. Negative one the pigs uh, are going to be nasty now, the, too. The, well, uh, the Gorgrunters are going to be horrifying. The yeah. eels are going to be horrifying. And the eels are going to be an unholy nightmare. If you people, if you thought your Eidneth player in your group was deadly before, Santa <laughs> just came to town and gave him cookies and gave you cookies and milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then left with the wife. Uh, it, it's it's yeah. it's pretty amazing what, uh, I mean, honestly, you know what, this, so this is what it is, folks. This I think Deepkin will be the number one army in the game within two weeks. Again, again. Hey, will be the top of the meta. Hey, John Anderson, you hear that? You're number one again. Yep. No, honestly, I mean, well, you, you know, all joking aside, that's the way it's going to go. I predict, I predict you're going to go. Well, I'll be honest with you, Steve. I'm going to tell you right now that when I was looking over this and I finally, it finally dawned on me when I saw really what this whole meant, what this whole thing meant as far as where the, where I think and you think uh, the meta is going to be shifting. I thought, okay, real quick, I got to come up with a list. The hell with all the trash troops. You know, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not putting a bunch of moon clan rots on an objective. Well, let me finish my point. I thought right away, I thought right away that I was going to go, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go heavy hitting. I was going to go a unit of six Mornfang with, uh, with Gargan hackers. I was going to go two extra units of four with Gargan hackers. And then I was going with a frost Lord and a stone horn. Bang! That was my list. That was it. And maybe with a one or two units of cats to cover objectives and just be just be a jerk. Because in this in this particular build, the cats are in battle line, so I'm not giving anything away. But 
this is where I think it's, uh, it, it, I mean, it's interesting that this is exactly where the meta is gone. They gave us an ability with the Galician veterans that everyone loved, and then bang, they took it away again because no one in their right mind is going to be a bounty hunter on foot. No one in their right mind is going to be a four wound on foot bounty hunter where the bonuses That's can get the right point back I was to trying them. To make. Everyone's going to, I mean, it, there you go. Now you got cavalry. Now, now here's a great question. Now, You're, the advantage to that, okay, go ahead. The advantage to that, just so we're clear, yeah, is that. The reason you don't want to make bounty hunters Galician veterans is that you want to be able to abuse the rule without being abused back. Bingo. So when I charge in against those Stormcast, they can't they can't use their headhunters can't use the advantage on me because I'm cavalry. Right. But I can use it on them because I'm headhunters and they're Galician veterans. Right. So right. you don't want to make your headhunters Galician veterans. No, 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 no. Headhunters, these nasty cavalry units that we've been talking about. And, and folks, and and you know, here's the irony. You know, let's put it this way: eels and and, and gorgruntas were already the bane of so nasty many existences. Enough. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, though, what's ironic is you kind of elevated them, and it's kind of like the old story. You know, a rising tide raises all boats. But now all of a yes. sudden, units that I, I, I mean, honestly, Steve, in a way, I, I'm kind of bittersweet about this whole thing, you know, because on one hand, my Mornfang have a place to be again. For a long time, I didn't play them unless it was a, a unit of two or maybe a yep. unit of four here and there on, on an occasional list. But but now, when, when and look, let's face it, Mornfang on the War Scroll aren't anything that special. But if I'm getting plus one damage because I'm yep. coming up with a Galician veteran, and again, folks, a Galician veteran does not need to be in this, in this Conqueror's Battalion. You're a Galician veteran. If you're four wounds or less and on foot, and my Mornfang are going to come up and give you a great big old plus one damage kiss. And it's going to be, it's going to be unreal. And if you think about even the innate things now that play out in a list, like say Ogre Maw Tribes, Mornfang move nine. If they're hungry, they get an additional two inches to their move. Now, now they're base moving 11. If I put them in a Thunderbelly's uh, a tribe, now all of a sudden they can run and charge. So they, they, I mean, it, it's one of these things that I don't think people realize that what you just said is gospel truth. We are literally seeing the dawn of cavalry lists. And I think if you're going to be competitive, I think if you were, if you're going to be competitive in this meta right now, as this unfolds, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The book isn't out yet. I get it. It's not in the sweaty palms. Not many games of anything at all have been played in the new edition of 3.0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. But, but riddle me this, Batman. Have we said anything on the show tonight that isn't accurate? Have we said anything on the show that isn't going to make somebody go back and go, wow, I didn't read that Conqueror's Battalion very well, or I maybe misunderstood this a little bit because it happened to us, folks. We're looking at this going, holy crap, this is going to be the dawn of the cavalry. Just look at it like, look at it from this point of view. Let's say you were playing Annihilators, right? And you made them your you made them your bounty hunters. Okay. Got well, it. right away you're thinking, oh, my bounty hunters now, this is gonna be awesome. I'm gonna go up and you know, I'm gonna be damaged three, or you know, I'm gonna be damaged four now because my annihilators are normally damaged three, and you know, I'm gonna just murder everything that I hit. Right. And then the eels charge in and hit you first. And then the fulminators charge in and hit you first, and they do an extra point of damage against a three-wound model. Yeah. So if they normally damage on twos, they don't kill you. But if they come in now and they hit you with three, they do kill you. Right. Right. You're not going to make that many saves, and if they have that many 
damage three attacks coming through, your little three or six man unit of annihilators just went poof. Yep. Poof. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, and think about this. This is why you don't want your headhunters in your army to be Galatian veterans. You want to have a total advantage when you go when you go in for the kill, oh, when you are going out to destroy things. Of course. This you whole don't Yeah. This, this whole game is about is about taking things away from your opponent. Whether it's yes. whether it's objectives, whether it's models, or whether it's 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 Prius on the battlefield, like something like this. I mean you want to, you want to take that away from your opponent. You know, yeah. and now imagine now imagine it's turn two. And the Agnes Deepkin are now coming in with all three of their eel units, which all three are hunters, bounty hunters, and all three get to strike first against your army before you can do anything. Right. Yep. Eels, the eel meta has returned. And now the eel player, he doesn't have to go crazy or she. Sure. They can they can say, okay, I'm gonna take a couple units of maybe ten to Marty. They'll be my they'll be my expert conquerors, which are worth three, and they're just gonna go sit on the objectives while the eels run up and just annihilate everything in the opponent's army. True. Now take True. that same premise and use it for any army that has expert cavalry. And by expert cavalry, I'm talking about cavalry that does like damage two on its charge right. so you're talking pigs the gorg runners you're talking blood knights you're talking fulminators you're talking the storm cast Morn fang. you're talking the new spite the the new spite oh i don't know remember the what, what are they called the spite swarms oh the spite swarms the, yeah, the yeah. guys oh, that are riding the flies for sylvan yeah the, uh, yeah the, the the spite swarms yeah 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 the sylvan and, and, spite and swarm, what, they, they have a name i can't remember folks yeah. i'm sorry put us in the put um, in the chat i'm having a brain fart too but uh well, I, I think Mornfang get get additional damage on the charge, but now they're yes, going to get addition, They're going to get two. So with this, because they already get on one. Earth, why on earth would you not be playing a fast moving cavalry unit as your bounty hunters in this new edition? The problem, folks. The reason why we're talking about this is that it counters the advantage that you're thinking that you're getting from that other battalion where. Oh, well, you know, I've got, you know, 15 guys in this battalion. Now, right. the one army that can get away with this, that can get away with putting their elite infantry into oh, that expert conquerors battalion, what is it? Nurgle. Yeah, uh, Nurgle. you're looking at uh, the future Blight Kings, yeah. You got it. Blight Kings are going to be like, come at me, bro. Yeah. We don't care. So... Blight Kings are going to be a real pain in the rear end in this edition. So all you Nurgle players out there, you use your flies as your bounty hunters, and you use your Blighting as your expert counters. Right. So now your Blight Kings of 10 strong or 5 strong are now worth either 15 or 30, right. depending upon how you build them. And your flies are going to be, are going, to be going out and beating on people oh, yeah. with plus one damage. Yeah, yeah. And 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 you gotta remember too, those flies, those those Puscule Blight Lords are no joke. 
are no joke oh, at no, all. they're not. And especially, you know, they, they get they get damage on the charge. They get mortal wounds on the charge. They got relentless attackers. I think it's called uh, where where yep. they can um, uh, they can roll a dice and they they do mortal. I think that's the mortal wound one. Um, but they got other stuff. I mean, the whole point we're trying to make here, guys, is that you're not going to want to go infantry heavy. I think the secret sauce no, right here, not. before I ask you what I think the secret sauce is, and I, I laugh at this guy's name every time he comes up on the chat, but Uranus Adventure. I'm like a 10-year-old every time I see that name. I start laughing my head off all over again. But he asked a good question, Steve. And I'm going to answer this, sure. and then I'm going to try to answer it. He says, do you think this is intentional or just bad design on, on Game Workshop? No, I think the way... I think they, uh, I think it was something that they were, I don't want to say they were hiding, but they were waiting for us to figure out. Mm -hmm. That's what I believe. I believe because you can't tell me that putting Blight Kings as your expert conquerors and flies as your bounty hunters is a bad thing. Right, but that also, is a winning combo that is going to be winning tournaments. And, and let's, that is a combo that's going to be just slaughtering people, you know, on the on the professional circuit, if you will. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think too. Let, let's look at it this way, you know, there's going to be a lot of um, uh, how do you want to say this model soul. A lot of tears. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not thinking about the tears yet. There's going to be a lot of model sold before I think a lot of people figure this out. And, and I'm not yes. trying. I'm not trying to, you know, cause a material loss or anything weird like that. I mean, I want every business to do well. But the fact is, I think that I think that was written a little bit with a little bit of like uh, uh, flavorful marketing. I guess is the best way that I'll put it. Um, you know, because uh, uh, you know, I, I bought into it. I mean, you know, I, guys, I was I was on the cusp. But li listen, guys, I was on the cusp of building an Iron Jaws army simply because the brutes had the you messin rule. And look, sometimes sometimes you miss things in in, in how the how things are written or the vernacular of how it's written. Sure. Because you know what did I say to you on on Saturday morning? I'm reading through my list. I'm I'm going through all this. I'm trying to take it all in. And I went, wait a minute, the you messing rule. It says per model within three inches, not not per unit. I went, oh crap. And, and folks, for for a lot still of people, it's good. Oh, it's still, still good, good, but you know something. Oh, a clever player could can can block me off. You know, pretty pretty quickly. Yes. And folks, for for you folks that don't know what that is on a on a, on a brute. The U-Messin rule means that no matter how many models you are in your in the enemy unit is, no matter how many, that 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 brute, that unit of brutes, contests that objective. Now, originally, I thought it meant if if a unit enemy unit was within three inches of them, but it's per model. So, I mean, there's some crafty stuff there. You could still be outside of your your point to be able to hold that objective because it's per model as as an as an orc war clan player. But what my whole point about bringing that up was, I was already running down the avenue of building an infantry base list what i what because what i thought i was reading in the, in 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 some of the new leaks for the general's handbook 2022 and let's face it i misunderstood the u messin rule i i didn't read it properly i had to read it two or three times and i think a lot of that is what you know game workshop depends upon you know let's let's make sure these people have to read this four or five times six seven eight nine ten times who whatever it's going to take i don't know that anybody gets the rules on turn one, do they? Do you? When, when they, do you, Steve? No, Watch. Okay. No. Yeah, I thought. I thought for a second no, there he was going to brag and go. Yeah, of course I do. No, um, no, no. I no, I think there are guys that. Yes, there are guys that like eat, drink, and sleep this hobby, and so you know they will pick up on those things because they're you know engrossed in in this game. But no, I mean, I like a lot of the times I'll sit there and I'll read a rule. Sit on, you know, I'll think about it for a while and then I'll read it again. 
It, because a lot of the times, GW, notoriously, uh, writes rules that are open to interpretation. Oh, yeah, right. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, like, big surprise there, right? Right. But the point is, is that it's not, it's not their fault that we don't understand their rules. They're written clearly. Sometimes we want to insert our own uh, opinion on a rule that can cause problems. It happens all the time. We see it every time we go to the store where people go, well, that's not the way I read that rule. You know, I read it like this. And it always ends up being, you know, well, we need to, you know, dice it off or talk about it or whatever. Sure. Now, that's a good thing because, you know, the game is about conversation. Um, but I think overall, as we as we look at these rules for the new General's Handbook, this this was obvious to me after reading both battalions very quickly, what was going to be the meta. Yep. And I know a lot of people were jumping in right away saying, oh, it's the Horde meta. We're going to the Horde. You know, buy your 7,000 Skaven. I'm not saying that's, you know, that multiple units of, you know, like two, three units of, well, only two units, but two units of like 60 clan rats. Yes, it's going to be a problem for most people. Right. The people that are going to be playing these expert cavalry units as their bounty hunters, they're not going to have a problem with them at all. Sure. They're going to run in. They're going to slaughter. Fulminators now are deadlier than ever. True. Deadlier than ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's funny, Steve, because, um, well, everything large cavalry, not just fulminators, guys, not just eels. Mornfang oh, no. are elevated anything. to a pretty terrifying blood knights, blood knights gore gruntas. You know, let, let's face it, guys. Anything look, and this is this is where this is where I believe the meta is going. But here, Darktron69 in the chats asked a pretty a pretty good question. I'm not gonna say think I know where it's going. I know it's where it's going. But Darktron69 on the chats here says he says it's better off not playing Galician veterans at all. Do you agree with that, Steve? I don't. Um, and here's why. You're going to need your Galician veterans in some cases. So like I said, don't waste a lot of your points on Galician veterans. Maybe take three units of 10 that are your chief troops. All they're good for is getting on that objective and squatting while the bounty hunters to ahead and hold off your opponent or just go ahead and slaughter your opponent. Yeah, you right. You don't want. You don't want your you don't want to not have your Galician veterans. You do. Just make them take them in moderate amount, no more than ten. You want to save your points for your bounty hunter units because they're what they're they are gonna win you the game. Yeah. Because they're gonna go up and just murder everything in their path. Right. So so let me make this point here too. And folks, we were going through some of the the the, the, the leaks on what we think we saw were all the scenarios. Right, I, you know, right, Steve? I think we saw all the new scenarios that were coming yeah, out of the general's handbook. We were looking at a lot of them. Yeah. And, and and let me let me point this out. There isn't a scenario in the new general's handbook at all. Not one of the new twelve ones that we've come across at this point that shows you getting any additional points for uh, your your Galatian veterans doing anything like holding an objective or killing something or doing anything like that. But what we did see is you can get up to two extra victory points if your bounty hunter kills a Galatian veteran unit. 
And I think oh, that was in one or two Lord. of the scenarios. So let, let me let me paint a picture here for you guys. You really don't yep. get much of anything at all for having Galatian veterans, which unfortunately, guys, well, again, we uh, should well, we should note Galatian veterans that are expert conquerors. Okay, right. And that's where I was going with it. Because everything in your army, guys, pay attention to this. Everything in your army, whether they're in the Conqueror's Battalion or not, are Galatian veterans, so as long as they have four wounds or less and they're on foot. End of story. Yeah, not, that's they cannot it. be cavalry. Yeah, so that's so whether you want it to or not, the Galatian veteran. I th- and I've heard some people are just as recently as today make that mistake where they think that they have to be in the battalion in order to be a Galatian veteran. And that's not the case. You're nope. a Galatian veteran, battalion or not. The only thing that battalion gets you is three extra points on the objective. So again, yep. there are scenarios out there that do not cater to points at all for Galatian veterans. But there are scenarios. I think I came up to two of them out of the new 12 that will give you points, as much as two extra points, if you're a bounty hunter unit and you wipe out a Galatian veterans unit. So think about that, guys. When you, so my, my standpoint is, I got I to gotta, I gotta be honest with you. I'm thinking the same way Darktron 69 is. You know, do we, do we really, should we really, what's the value in taking them? I don't, well, the value is, is that they are your trash that are going to hold on to those objectives while your bounty hunters are going forward and slaughtering your opponent. Now, why you say have those, why do you want those veterans? Right. Because you may have ambush troops in your opponent's army and you don't want an army like dark arts that dark elves, daughters of Cain, where they can have the canary, um, I don't know what they're... Uh, heart renders. Canary heart renders. Heart renders. Yeah. They can just drop down and grab an objective. Right. So you want to have, and you want to have troops that can at least get into a fight with something that's weak that can ambush in. Yeah, but okay. Like but your Canary heart renders. But, not, but, let's, so but let's say you're not I a... Saying, good. Well, I, I'm not saying take uh, tons of Galician veterans. But no, on the contrary. I'm saying take enough okay if you know what i mean so you're saying this so so let, let's take some of the armies that are there that that, that don't have your quote-unquote trash troops let's say you're not soul blight grave lords let's say you're not gloom spite gets let's say you're not yeah, storm Stormcast or or, don't or, have really or ogres or iron jaws you yeah, know i mean exactly. those are i mean really yeah they don't i mean even 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 if you just say well iron jaws have ard boys well ard boys come in five and they're still pretty well, damn ard tough, boys are pretty tough troops, yeah. yeah and they can cut they, they can rally on a four plus so they're they're kind of gems but so what do you i mean what would you say to a player like that that goes i don't want to play skaven i want to play my orcs what do you say to somebody like that so you're going to play orcs think about what is going to do the most impact as your bounty hunter your pigs right so you're going to take your pigs your gorgruntas and I apologize if you call them pigs. Take your gore gruntas, right? They're going to be your bounty hunters because they're going to hit hard when they charge in. Then mm-hmm. you take your brutes and you put them back on your objectives. They're going to deny most units from even getting the objective with the Umesson rule. Mm-hmm. So you want your fast-moving, hard-hitting troops to be your bounty hunters always. If your army has access to elite cavalry, use it. Now, yep. I know there are people out there right now, Daughter of Cain players. They don't have any elite cavalry. Right. Okay. They have Doomfire Warlocks. Give me a break. That was, I'm I, not I, saying that's that exactly where I was troops. going. 
Okay. I'm just saying they're not fulminators. Okay. They're not eels. They're not blood knights. They're not gore gruntas and they're not mourn fangs. Right. So an army like daughters of Cain, you may say, well, I've got witch elves and they can do 7,000 attacks. And yeah, that's true. They can. But what's going to happen when you get charged? You're not going to have any witch elves left. Right. Now, I know what someone's going to say. They're going to say, well, you know, when I attack with my second unit of witch elves, I'll wipe out the other uh, bounty hunter unit that they're charging in with. Well, who's to say they're going to charge in with them all at the same time? They may pick you off one by one. By one. Yeah. One yeah. turn by one turn. Right. So, so remember, I mean, all they have to do is reduce you to like two, three models. Right. And you're worthless. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know something? Darktron69 and I are sharing the same brain, man. We, we, we must drink at the same bar because he says, monsters are going to be good this edition. No more Hunters of the Heartland. I literally was yes, just going exactly. to say that. And when it when, he, when that came up on the chat, I was like, well, I guess that I'll That actually to... is the third point. That actually, you guys just stole my third point. Well, well, you my know, Darktron69 stole it from me. So he, you know, so he, <laughs> so there. Well, Darktron, that just means a great mind stick of life. There you go. But yeah. That was my that was my final point, is that now we're throwing in, now we're throwing in the monsters. So everyone's thinking, well, you know, monsters are useless; they can't hold objectives. Blah blah blah. First of all, the monsters are not going to be used for that purpose in this new edition. The monsters are going to be going out there and holding off your elite troops, hold like especially Sons of Behemoth. Oh yeah, oh, I was just going to go gonna there. They're going to be going out, and they're going to be dominating out there in the center of the battlefield and the babies are going to be the ones holding on to the objectives yep war snoppers baby war snoppers just got a huge yeah. leg up i think i think i think I Mega mean, war snopper lists are are, are 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 i think they might give the old gatebreaker lists uh, a run for their money in this new edition well i can tell you this if you think going out and buying hordes upon hordes upon hordes of troops is going to work for you in this edition, nope. you are going to be sorely mistaken. Oh, sorely mistaken, yeah. A well-balanced a well army of Galician veterans with high-impact bounty hunters with a monster sprinkled in there, if you can, that's going to be... You're winning armies. You know what? I, I, the I, armies don't even need the monster. Okay. Iden and Deepkin don't need a damn thing. No. Iden and Deepkin are going to just all go forward on turn one or turn two, excuse me. They're going to hit you with the alpha strike. All of them are going to strike first, and there won't be an army left. Here's what I think. I'm not, I'm not sold at this point on the Galician veterans at all. I, I'm really not. I think right now, let's say let's say you're a, a Sons of Behemoth player. You know, Galician veterans. Where the hell is that? But here's the thing: if I was a so, so here's my advice to to maybe some of the Ogre Maw player, Ogre Maw tribe players, some of the Sons of Behemoth players that are out there. I would say get yourself two War Snoppers, uh, put them put them in that Snopper tribe, and get yourself two units of six. Those are the mobs or whatever they call them for the uh, uh, the Man Crusher Gargans and the the, uh, yeah, the, the yeah the Crown Spine and Carnet of Gur. That that's that's your that's your list right there. I think. I think with with the the club with the uh, the three inch every model within three inches, you know I think there's a lot that that you're going to be able to do with that list. You know you, you put you put very shouty on uh, on on your on your general war stopper and make him bonded to the crown spine. Oh, I think I think that's a list right there. Yeah, take you want to watch. Yeah, Brent, you're you're uh, hey, Steve, you're breaking up there, buddy. 
can, can you hear me now? Yep, go ahead. Say what you're going to say. Okay. The two armies that you're going to want to look out for in this new edition are going to be Nurgle and Inith Deepkin. Those are going to be the two armies that you're going to want to watch out for. I would say Inith Deepkin more so. Oh, I Inith Deepkin always. That is an army that has always been on top. I yeah. mean, you know, we have a friend of the show, John Anderson. I mean, the guy just murders people with that army. And he's consistently played that army. He's the number one Iden player in the country, right? Yeah, he is. ITC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, so, uh, and I and I heard, imagine what John's going to do with that army. Oh, well, yeah. I heard a rumor that John was going to try to move away from Iden at Deepkin. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Well, I don't think yeah. so. That may no. be just that, a rumor. Nope, nope, nope. John, if you're out there listening, we love you, buddy, but I got I got ten and one you're staying with the uh with with, with the fish. Um Yeah, that would be a pretty safe bet. Yeah. I mean and you know what? And and awesome to him. You know, I mean that that's he he's he staked his claim with that army and why not play him now? They're better than they ever freaking have been. Totally agree. Damn Eidneth. Can you believe it? Damn Eidneth. Damn it. Well, and, and, like I said, when I saw that bounty hunter roll with the plus one damage, I just sat there saying, oh, my God, what are these eels going to do to people now? Because almost every troop choice in everyone's army is a Galician veteran. Right. Think about it. Think of all the armies out there. Well, they all are made up of troops that are four wounds or less. Right. It's only your super yeah. elite units like Blood Knights and Fulminators and things that are your cavalry, you know, your heavy-hitting cavalry. Most right. armies, though, are made up of Galician veterans, the four wounds or less models. Look at Ogres. Right. The entire army, you know, is, say, your cavalry and your, and your big beasties. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So the idea moving forward with your army is that your bounty hunters should never give an advantage to your opponent, which is why you always want to make them cavalry. You don't want to put, like, if you're playing Stormcast, you don't want your Annihilators to be your Galician veterans. Right. Or, 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 or your uh, your bounty hunters. You want you want them uh, possibly to be your Galician uh, or your um, expert conquerors. Right. You want your bounty hunters to be your fulminators or your or i don't know i don't know if dragons can be them or not but yeah. my god if dragons can get that uh into that battalion uh i don't know why they wouldn't be able to they're not i mean really just to be a bounty hunter well, you they're can't... troop choice uh i think there's a question of whether or not they're a behemoth or not i don't know i don't have the book on me right now okay well but, um, more to come we'll, we'll figure that out this is only part one folks we're, we're gonna as, as next week yeah we, exactly uh... the fulminators are going to be bad enough Without worrying about dragons, right? Well, let's face it. I mean, there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of unanswered questions out there. Like, what do you do with man crushers? What do you do with dragons? What do you well, do now, with wait other? Wait a minute. I think we're forgetting something about stormcast. Okay. Now all of a sudden, concussors are a very viable choice. Concussors are a scary choice. Yes, they are scary now, viable. They're damage three. Yeah, and and they got that exploding hammer. That thing that they do. That's uh, my it, point. Yeah. Yeah. Blast now, ashes. Now. Concussors are actually a viable choice now. Wow. Yeah, there's, uh, I'm telling you, the secret sauce. And, you know, look, folks, we're not saying that we have, you know, we've discovered something, you know, great. I mean, look, I'm sure there's other people that have looked at this and go, yeah, I already knew that stuff. Okay, great. 
Sure. We're just saying for the people who are not aware, the people who are about to go out and spend $5,000 on, you know, infantry troops, you might want to sit back a minute and think about what you're going to use to be successful in your army. And it may not always be hordes and hordes and hordes of troops. Some armies have to do it. Witch elves have to do it. Right. Snakes, you know, a snake army for daughters has to do it. Ogres have to be Galician. I mean, they have they, they're Galician veterans, whether they like it or not. Yeah, because like we uh, your gut bust. Yeah, we, we we yeah we're gonna have to put gut, but we're gonna have to put gluttons in our in our you know if we want to go that route. I'm still on the fence. Yeah, I mean, I'm still on the fence. But what it also does is it opens up some of these cavalry units that have maybe been pushed to the side for a while. You said it yourself. Right. Your Mornfang cavalry have been sitting on a shelf for a long time. All of a sudden now they're looking kind of sweet. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. They really are. Well, that's it, folks. That's what we have. That's what we want to kind of tell all you guys here uh, on the uh, on the part one. Uh, we're going to be uh, getting back after this again next week when, when when the General's Handbook is actually in everybody's sweaty palms to uh, uh, to kind of look at part two a little bit. And who knows? Maybe there's going to be a part three uh, for... Um, uh, for this thing, but we'll see. We'll take it. We'll take it one part at a time. But uh, I got the closing thoughts on this one. Uh, you know, uh, Steve's done enough talking uh, here on the show, and I think uh, I think you guys need you guys need a little more of me. Uh, I'm kidding with you. Um, you know, it's funny. This whole edition has been a massive uh, roller coaster ride. You know, from the time that it was leaked and some of the early leaks and the pre order and what we found out and Galician veterans and bounty hunters and you know proving grounds and and you know, uh, you know, you know, better, I'm sorry, bounty hunters mounted or not and, and four wounds or not. And, you know, what is a giant, you know, our, our man crushers. I mean, it's been a roller coaster ride and it's been a lot of information, but I got to be honest with you now that we've kind of boiled all the water out of the pot and we've kind of gotten down to the pearl of what this edition really is. Um, I like it. I'm really excited. I, I really think this is a huge step up from last year, which, you know, I did. I enjoyed last year very much. There were some things about some of the quirky rules I didn't like, but you want to know something, as we've said on the show, bitching and gaming goes hand in hand, bottle it, make a billion dollars. Um, so we're always going to gripe about something. Um, but I, I think um, I, I like to see the new battle tactics that are coming in. Uh, I like to see a lot of the new uh, realm things. I think ultimately these are, these are going to accomplish a lot of the goals of many, many uh, gamers. I think we're going to get to use models that maybe we didn't get to use before, and I think we're going to get to build armies that maybe we wouldn't have thought of before, that the days of just ug and glug type armies, I come out there and, and hit you over the head and or maybe sit on an objective, maybe those are over. And I think this also accomplished the goal of Games Workshop wanted. You know, the rules, the missions, and the core battalions, you know, they, they all accomplished their goals of making, in one way, like we just talked about, battle line infantry better while also giving... Uh, a way to, 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 to counter them with bounty hunters. And as we talked about, those bounty hunters, if you really want to take that thing away from your opponent and be that uh, extra leg up, put them on cavalry. This is going to be the resurgence of cavalry. And there's kind of a beautiful thing about that. There's an awesome thought about that. You know, these great big cavalry charges. I mean, think about it. In Lord of the Rings, one of the best scenes in that whole movie is when the Rohirrim charge down at Helm's Deep. I mean, it's a, it's a, pretty, it's a pretty awesome thing. And I think... I think having, you know, even monster-heavy armies like Sons of Behemoth, I think they're going to struggle. I think they're going to struggle, but I think they're going to also not do as bad as we all think they are. As a matter of fact, I think there's a lot of them they are going to do darn right good. Nurgle, I think the Flies, um, they may struggle a little, but, you know, because I think out of all the large, you know, cavalry units we talked about as far as being bounty hunters, I think they're going to struggle a little bit. 
but I think they're going to uh, uh, do do a, a lot better. I think what I'm saying is I think our whole premonition of uh, of what this new edition is going to be or not, I think we're all in for a few more surprises uh, and unpleasant ones, most likely. Um, and I hope this information that we gave you here tonight, I hope it helped. And if you already knew it, you know, help us pass the message along to some of these other gamers that, that may make a pretty costly mistake. Not a lot of people have the ability to build these grandiose armies and the time to paint them all. And they're going to do this because they're good natured, good faith people. And, you know, you know, I don't want to see people go down a rat hole. They don't need to go there. Uh, but you know, the biggest thing for me is I, I risk a little bit of controversy, which I do every week getting behind this microphone. Um, by saying that I think the difficulty may have been dialed up for this edition and maybe for some a little too much. Uh, you know, the, you know, I, the, the rules were a little hard to absorb and I think there's going to be a little bit of rules creep here. That's going to be a little bit of a digestion pain for, for a lot of gamers out there. You know, the rules aren't as passive as the previous ones. Let's be very honest here. You know, if you're someone who just plays with friends once in, once a month or once in a while and, and your head is spinning on how to accomplish these, you know, I don't know, you may have to stick with the GHB 2021 for a couple more months to get that under your belt before you move on to this thing, depending on your friend group, of course. Um, you know, I, or maybe, you know, just play some core, you know, rule book missions or something. I mean, it's a perfectly valid way to play and don't let anyone play, tell you how to play or paint your, your, your army or this game. I mean, you know, have a great time and, and understand it's not all about being a tournament. Uh, you know, Steve here on the show says all the time, you know, all, you know, what maybe, you know, you know, 10% of the community actually are, are tournament junkies. So, so don't get that in your head. I mean, if you're okay with a ratchet up difficulty uh, of, of this hobby and you can stick with it and hang with it and be a better version of yourself as a gamer, right on, get, get after it. Uh, but otherwise, you know, have fun. I think that's the biggest thing that, um, that I kind of wanted to throw, to throw out there right now, because um, I don't think we do, I don't think we do that enough. We get bogged down on the rules and the minutia, but uh, have fun, enjoy this edition, and you know what? Enjoy the cavalry. That's what I'm really looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the cavalry. Right, Steve? I totally concur. I mean, I, I, honestly, that I, it, my, my takeaway in the whole thing is um, is that. I, I, I the, the idea that we're going to see these big, beautiful cavalry armies, or maybe these big hordes again, because like I said, you've got Daughters of Cain who maybe can't take that. Uh, you know, they're, they're going to have no choice but to... Uh, but to kind of uh, put the art form to the science, if you will, right? Yeah. Some armies are not going to have a choice, but that's okay. That'll just make you a better player. You'll have to become a better tactician. True. 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 Well, folks, that's it. That's a great show, and that's a wrap. And, Steve, once again, man, thank you very much for being back with us. Absolutely. And, folks, until we meet up again, remember, roll them dice fun and fair, and don't be a freaking short pants. Good night, everyone. Bye. Dark Live, we'd like to thank you for slumming through another show with us for all things dice, dragons, demons, and a dwarf in the Warhammer worlds. We'll be back again real soon, so until then, roll them dice fun and fair, and don't be a frickin' short pants. You can get your Grimdark Live fix on, on our live show, or catch us on our Grimdark Live podcast. Never fear, gang. There'll be more great content from Grimdark Live coming to you each and every week. So stay tuned and stay grim while you dice-chucking, blue-sniffing gamer goons. You're all awesome. Looks like I picked the wrong week to stop sniffing blue. Remember to embrace the main message here on Grimdark Live, and that's a social contract we have between gamers and the commitment we have to each other in this community. 
We're only as good as our last game. Check us out at GrimDarkLive.com and don't forget to subscribe, follow, and recommend GrimDark Live to your friends. So long, GrimDark goons. Until next time, may the dice gods bless you and your sweaty palms. Bye. short pants.